0: The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hello and welcome to the online marketing show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is Travis Ketchum. He's a top marketer and he also creates software. Go to contestdomination.com to find out more. Travis, thank you so much for coming on the show today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Travis, how did you get into marketing and the software business?
1: Well, I got into marketing because uh, as a little kid, I was kind of obsessed with it, even before I really <laughs> understood that it was marketing, right? You know, mm-hmm. uh, the whole the debate about whether entrepreneurs are born or made. I I, I would lean towards born. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the kind of person who's always hustling car washes and mowing yards and you know reselling soda in the ferry line, even. So uh, I've always been interested in business and signed up for marketing classes as soon as I could in high school and. I uh, did a thing in the States called DECA, where go and compete with marketing plans and things like that. Um But, you know, went to, went to college for marketing as well. Um And then it, once I was out of college, got a decent job, and then decided to, cubicle life wasn't for me, and went out and started doing marketing for best-selling authors and speakers. So that's kind of how I got my start. And when did the software come into it? The software came into it when i have been working with uh authors and speakers for uh almost a year. Uh, better part of a year. And I, I've been doing all this work for for them and helping build their funnels and acquire users and run their JV and affiliate programs. And I realized two things. A, I didn't have much of a list of my own. And B, I had nothing of my own to sell other than my time. And trading hours for dollars wasn't my dream job, right? So um, I wanted to quickly generate a list of my own And when I looked around the marketplace, the things that got the most attention were contests. But none of the contest platforms at the time were very explicitly focused on list building. Um, A lot of them gave points for the act of sharing, but not for the conversion event. And so I, like any good entrepreneur, went out and had the product made, tested it myself, went from getting a few leads a day to hundreds of leads a day, which was a big bump. And I was like, hey, this worked for me. It'll probably work for someone else. And I turned around and started selling it.
0: So what softwares have you created so far? I know that you've done a few over the years.
1: Yeah, so Contest Domination was my first one and by far my most successful one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done other list building products um, as sort of a, a market trial. Uh, there's a few interesting things there, but uh, you know, it's, it's, I think it's fair to say that the majority of our focus is on Contest Domination. You
0: recently sold one of your softwares. Was it a, a WordPress plugin that you sold just a, a couple of weeks back?
1: Uh, yeah, you're probably talking about uh, WP Lead Magnet. Yeah, yeah, that that was one that it was it did a little different take on exit light boxes, sidebar opt ins, subscription via comments, um, all that kind of stuff. And the unique hook of it was if anyone opts in for any of the potential ways, if there was actually about six different ways someone could give you their information, then all of them will leave the prospect alone, right? Because they they've completed the conversion event. Yeah. And then it would replace the sidebar opt-in with new content. So, you know, if email is most valuable, which I think it is, mm-hmm. then you could either show, you know, a way for them to connect with your Facebook page in the space where the opt-in box used to be, or show them an ad for, you know, a low price product to tr- you know, then turn them from a prospect to a customer, that kind of thing. And that was interesting, but uh it just, it, it didn't merit the kind of focus that we put into contest domination. So I, I went ahead and we, We we parted ways with that and sold it off to someone else. Wow, that's a pretty uh,
0: cool feature that it switches that off. You're not getting those pop-ups every time that you go to someone's blog after you've already opted in. So that's a a, pretty cool idea. But uh, however, contest domination is uh, your big focus now. And um, that's not a WordPress
1: plugin, is it? That's something that you built from the ground up? So the funny thing is it actually started as a WordPress plugin Okay, uh, because... Uh, I didn't have a lot of money <laughs> when I first started. Uh, I think that's true of most entrepreneurs, you know, in their early 20s. And uh, I wanted to build it firstly for myself, so I wanted it to be as easy as possible. And it sort of seemed like the lowest barrier to entry was doing it as a WordPress plugin with a with you know very very minimal feature set. Um, and I even actually put about half of it on a credit card, which I do not suggest anyone does. I mean, it panned out for us. Um, but just to give you an idea of sort of the position we are in. So, I uh, started as a WordPress plugin, super simple. It allowed me to rapidly get to where I wanted to be for that first version. Mm-hmm. And then to sell it, you know, uh, it was, it was low, low priced offer. So people could, could, it was really accessible for a lot of different businesses. And, and that really got us a lot of instantaneous feedback, a lot of customers. Um, but we knew that if we wanted to make the product significantly better, we knew that if we wanted to give the product legs for a long time, And if we wanted to increase our average revenue per customer, that it was going to have to be a hosted or software as a service, otherwise known as SaaS uh, product. And so we actually had to start over right? because we weren't able to use any of that WordPress code. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we kept the name and, and the general basic functions for our first SaaS version.
0: Okay, well, let's dive in and talk about contest domination. First of all, why would we want to use contests?
1: Well, contests, you know, like I said, the thing that turned me on to them in the first place is their ability to really sort of capture the attention of a marketplace if your prize is good enough, right? And so, from a pure offer standpoint, they they give you two things that most opt-in offers can't successfully do, and that's they create scarcity, right? Because there is a hard end date to the offer, mm-hmm. uh, whereas a standard opt-in page for a course or an ebook or whatever, um, any kind of end date there is, is extreme false scarcity and people are going to see right through that. There's also the potential for exclusivity because to to really draw in you know a wide array of people that would be interested in your marketplace, you can actually do something cool. Like for instance, if you normally only sell training products, you may be able to do something you don't normally sell, which is you know fly someone out to your office and give them, you know, hands-on one-on-one mentoring, which is what most of your audience really wants. Right. When they're buying that training, they're they're wanting a piece of you at a discount rate. Mm -hmm. And so you can offer this exclusive kind of experience they wouldn't even be able to buy otherwise. So that, that's kind of a cool angle from from the offer standpoint. Okay. Uh and then contests themselves, you know, when when they're structured correctly, they have really high conversion rates and then they have this great viral lift on the back end for people referring their friends via email and via social. So th- there's a very clear incentive for them to share your offer uh, in contests that just don't exist on any other type of offer. Brilliant. Okay. So
0: how can contests help us build our email lists and grow our social media following?
1: Sure. So uh email, you know, I think is, is uh, somewhat obvious for, for once you take a look at it, you know, because people obviously have to submit their information to be eligible to win. Uh, but one aspect that people don't necessarily realize is that not only do you get more people to give you their information, you get better information for people in general, right? Because mm-hmm. if I win, I have to be notified, and I want to make sure that you can actually reach me. Yeah. So I'm going to give you my real yeah. name and probably my better email than I would if it was just a one-time download thing that I want to get access to. Right? I might use a second or third email address, go check it once for the download, and then never check it again. Yeah. So it gets you prospects on a mailing list with their real information. Uh, And then from the social side, not only do you get a lot of brand awareness in your desired marketplace when you you advertise to the right people as they share it, because they'll be mentioning your products, your Twitter handles, um, things of that nature, right? But then we also incorporate um, some components where it's it's really successful to drive additional people liking your page or following you on Twitter, uh, you know, connecting with you on Pinterest, things of that nature, depending on the contest type.
0: What kind of uh, different contest types are there, Travis? Do you have to opt in to be in the contest or do you have to follow people on Facebook or Twitter? I mean, what different types of contests can we do? So,
1: you know, our entire premise of our platform was always built on generating qualified prospects. Mm-hmm. So, with that in mind, that has sort of helped us define our scope for the type of contest that we offer. So all of them, even if they have different types of media and different ways they can interact with your contest, they all start with the same basic premise is get the basic information right at least name an email up front mm-hmm. if you need extra custom fields to help you know segment your list like there was a cool contest being run. Um, for a, it's a marketplace of photographers for weddings. And so they, and they also have some other training products for photographers. So it's important for them to know that if someone entering to win a high-end camera, whether that person is a professional wedding photographer, an amateur photographer looking to get better, or a semi-pro, right? Because that's going to greatly define how they want to follow with that lead. And then that person uh, who enters can then invite their friends via email and share on social. So that's sort of our basic structure. We have several different templates that follow that guideline. Uh, and then today we also have a Pinterest contest type that we think is pretty cool because with that in mind of we want the best information, we want to be meaningful to people, we want to collect as many leads as possible. When you look at a standard Pinterest contest right now, it's, it's typically a big list of things that people have to do. Mm-hmm. They have to give you their name, their email. Then they're instructed to go to a specific page of products and pin, you know, at least X number of products to a specifically named pin board, and then grab that URL of the pin board and submit it. And then it goes through a subjective review. That's how it works on everyone else's platform. For us, we decided, hey, you know, we want to reward people for sharing it in a meaningful place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to let them collect their favorite images either that, that the contest holder provides. Or upload their own images, right? Because we, we all have devices that take great photos. You know, I think if you're running some kind of arts and crafts type thing, you know, have people submit their own photos and share it uh, in a way that drives leads. And so what we did is we have people submit their information. Then they hit a, uh, you know, sort of a gallery of pens uh, of images they can pen or like mm-hmm. or upload their own and they can put them on any board they want that's meaningful to them. Because for us, the additional points are awarded to the contestant when somebody clicks that image and then submits their information into the contest. So instead of being this weird subjective thing, it actually rewards influence and it gives them a reason to collect pens of your brand and boards that are meaningful. So instead of a board that looks blatantly like an ad that says, you know, Eddie Bauer or summer getaway, right? They can collect a picture of, you know, a kayak from Eddie Bauer in their normal adventure pen board so when they legitimately sh- tell their friends to go there and get ideas for, for cool outdoor stuff, they're going to see an essentially an organic ad for the company who ran the contest. Do you, do you see the difference? It's, it's significantly different yeah. in terms of how it actually plays out.
0: So it's got that viral effect. Now, I don't know if this is right or not, Travis, but can people score points as an incentive to get them to share and uh, get others involved in the contest? Can people earn points? By sharing on their social media
1: and getting their friends signed up, is that something that can happen? Definitely. So when it comes to social, we actually don't give the points just for the act of sharing. that, that was, this was a key difference. A lot of platforms will say, hey, you know, two points if you just tweet it, two points if you share it on Facebook. Instead, what we wanted to do is we actually use unique tracking links for everything. And so people can get, by default, 10 extra points for every friend that actually enters as a result of the share. So um, that means that if you legitimately have a bigger platform that you can share contests with, you have a significantly better chance of earning significantly more points. Um, We also took a look at conversion rates, right? And, And traffic from Twitter is vastly different than traffic from, say, an email invite. To give you an example, an email invite, which is our highest converting referral channel, converts at over 70% of clicks from an email invite will enter a contest. Whereas from Twitter, it's about 1%. Wow. So it was important that we tied our metrics into um, rewarding people for things that actually move the needle for the business who's running the contest. Is it always points-based or can there be a
0: sweepstake option where you
1: can pick at random or is that not the idea here? So, you can do either one. You can either sort all the leads by most points and award it manually like that. Mm-hmm. or we have a built in winner selection tool that runs it like a sweepstakes um, as you mentioned, so that essentially the more points someone has, the greater potential they have to win. But it's not a raw uh, number of points. It's not like a person with the most points wins period. It is you know a drawing. So someone with one entry still mm-hmm. has a chance, and we actually advocate for that route. Uh, Because we think that that gives people uh, the most chance, right? It actually gives them hope of winning, even if they're a small guy, and gives them an incentive to stay engaged and and pay attention to what the uh, brand is actually still doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it's great to know some of the different options that we have there. Let's talk about some of the options when it comes to landing pages and contest templates. Also, I know that you have some built-in contest funnels as well that makes it really easy for people to sign up to your contest. And take all the appropriate steps.
1: Yeah. So actually, every template option we have is actually a contest funnel. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, d- depending on the contest type, will depend on the number of steps in that funnel. So, for instance, the Pinterest step uh, has this additive, you know, image sharing step that a normal contest wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're all pre-designed to be consistent and designed to lead the user through the highest value things first. So, uh, as I mentioned, you know, the email referral engine just kills it for our customers. And so on a normal funnel, the first thing you do is collect their information. Then you ask them to do the email step, right? And then on a separate page altogether, you have them focus on sharing it on social. So, you know, highest value, collect the information, refer for the best channel, and then send them to social. So uh, that's how it's sort of structured. And the cool thing about all of our templates as well is they're 100% mobile responsive. Uh, as well as if you decide to install it into a Facebook tab, which is not required, but it's available. We also make it uh, mobile ready for Facebook, which not every app is.
0: Very cool. So it's mobile ready. Is that something that's true throughout Contest Domination, that all of these funnels can be accessed by any
1: device? Yeah, so 100% of our templates and funnels are mobile ready. And that's really important for us because as of last week, of our traffic, and keep in mind, we're collecting like well over a million leads for our customers, but 62% of our traffic was on a mobile device or a tablet last week. So being mobile ready is not a luxury, it's a requirement, in our opinion. So we do not launch anything unless it looks great on a mobile device.
0: Yeah, agreed, really important. Otherwise, we're going to be missing out on 62% of the traffic, which is just something that we definitely don't want to happen.
1: And just six or eight weeks ago, that was only 50%. So we're seeing these like, you know, obviously that that depends on the types of contests running and who's promoting, but it's a dramatic portion of the traffic.
0: And where exactly is this contest actually hosted, Travis? Do you guys host it? Is it on our own domain or on our blog, perhaps?
1: Or is it on Facebook? I mean, where is it? So we host all the content. Uh, We do that for a variety of reasons. Uh, One is... That allows us to make sure that you're running the fastest, latest, and greatest version of our code. You know, if there's if there's any kind of bug, we're able to remedy it and deploy a fix for everybody. The second thing is we actually pay a lot and have really tweaked a lot on our our infrastructure to handle large volumes of traffic as well as traffic that spikes. So we have this whole load balanced network of you know a cluster of, of of server nodes. So, I mean, for someone to replicate that, it would be prohibitively expensive and to be honest, a huge pain in the butt, right? So we've already done that for you. Uh, now, if you want to install it in Facebook, that's as simple as a few clicks inside of our app. You can get installed right into your Facebook fan page if you want. We can give you that mobile responsive URL to use. If you want to put it on your own domain, We give several options uh, for business accounts. They can map a domain, so like a subdomain, such as maybe contest.mydomain.com. That's an option. And then we also give embed widgets, but they're not typical embed widgets in the sense of, you know, you look at some of our competitors like Gleam or Rafflecopter. They give you this sort of chunky embed widget that takes up a large amount of space Mm -hmm. on your site Instead, what we give you is we give you a snippet of JavaScript, which basically just means anything that you can link as a normal link. So whether that be text or an image, et cetera, you can actually have that be the trigger point for your embed widget because it shows up as a light box. Cool. And so that's running off our server as opposed to a plugin. And so that means any site, WordPress or not, your site or maybe your guest blogging somewhere else, you're able to then link to, you know, trigger that light box for people to enter right on any site, and then as soon as they hit submit, it takes them through the the rest of the funnel of, of the contest.
0: I know that at least a couple of years back, Facebook had a lot of rules around contests and that kind of thing. I believe that they've relaxed it a little bit now. However, do you have any advice for us so that we don't get into any trouble?
1: Sure, so Facebook compliance is always you know top of mind. Um, you're right, they have re- they have relaxed their rules a little bit. Um, cause I think that they, their approach is, well, if someone wants to run a status-based contest, it probably means they're going to spend money on ads. And as an, <laughs> as a publicly traded company, uh, it's all of a sudden in their best interest to loosen that up. Uh, but the things that are true, um, that have always been true and always will be true, essentially, is that Facebook doesn't want any kind of uh, you know legal obligation to your contests. You always have to give them a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. We have one built into ours by default that you're allowed to edit. But if you're going to do a status based one, you still are supposed to add a line, you know, Facebook does not endorse this contest. Blah 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 blah. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm not a lawyer, but you understand where I'm going with that. Yep. The second aspect is if you're running a status based only contest. The issue with that is it's still a pain to pick pick the winner. Uh, but even if you do just randomly for the comment, you're still not collecting the email lead. And so you're keeping all of that engagement and all of that user interaction on Facebook, which is going to charge you again next time you want to reach them. And so they're not onto an email list that you control as a business that we've proven has much higher conversion rates when it comes to then taking that lead and convincing them to buy something from you. So... Uh, it's important that you're able to continue that conversation beyond Facebook, and you can only do that if you're using some sort of app.
0: Travis, you mentioned something there, which is something that I'd like to explore a little bit further if we can. If someone signs up to get your prize, let's say that you have a really decent prize and people are signing up because of that reason, because the, you know the prize is, is drawing them in. How does that then transfer to customers and sales?
1: So it, it depends greatly on what your prize is. Now, mm-hmm. uh, we have a, a sort of a fun, quick case study I can run through real briefly. Uh, sure. I know we're probably getting pinched on time here, but one of our, one of my sort of favorite case studies is this little, you know, small business that actually sells ribbon printers of all things. And what I love about it is it's so niche and, you know, they spent money on Facebook and they got 310 people to enter into a contest to win a ribbon printer, which normally sells for about a thousand bucks. And while 310 leads doesn't sound like that much, she gave away one ribbon printer, and then she had 309 super qualified recent prospects who wanted a ribbon printer, and then she made them a limited time offer to buy that exact same thing at a discount. And she generated almost $6,000 in revenue in just a few weeks. So $5,910 in sales, off of you know three hundred and ten leads, that's almost twenty bucks per lead. That's $19 and six cents, I guess. Yeah. So it 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 can dramatically <laughs> correlate to revenue mm-hmm. if your prize is super correlated to what you do and sell, because what you're essentially creating is a real prospect list, right? Mm-hmm. Most people by default say, oh let's give away an iPad. But that's a terrible prize unless your best buy New Egg or someone who is an electronics retailer, like maybe Fry's Electronics, et cetera, someone who can make them an offer to buy an iPad at the end at a discount or some kind of bonus, right? So mm-hmm. unless unless it's correlated to what you do and sell, it won't be correlated to sales. But if it is, you can really knock out of the park with just a few leads on your list.
0: Okay, and my final question for you is, how do we know if our contest was a success? Do we have any way to measure things?
1: Well, everyone measures success... Differently, I think, but I think everyone universally would say if you can increase the size of your audience and if you can be profitable doing it, that's success. Now there's always things you can learn, optimize and improve to increase those two metrics. But if you, if you've been able to get leads to, you know, give you their information for a prize and you've been able to turn a profit on that after accounting for ads, the cost of the prize and whatever you end up selling at the end, I think that's a, that's a win in anybody's book.
0: Brilliant. And do, does uh, contest domination have those stats
1: built in? So we we give you a stats breakdown of how many leads you captured, how many were direct, and how many were firm referral. Obviously, you know we're not going to know your sales information uh, unless you know you you have, to, you have to pull that report from whatever your you know your actual sales mechanism is. Uh, there's so many different options out there, but it should be pretty easy math once you have a special offer, maybe a special skew, uh, and then you just divide that by. The, the prospects.
0: Travis, thank you so much for sharing this with us today. It's a really fantastic tool. I highly recommend it. Where can we go to find out more about you and Contest Domination? Where can we
1: go and get it? Sure. So we do offer a free seven-day trial, no credit card required. because uh, we really believe that you know results in advance, someone should be able to get in there, start creating leads, and uh, give it a spin. So that's just at contestdomination.com, right there on the homepage, they'll see the free seven day trial. If they want to get in touch with sort of our our content, learn more about me, maybe connect with us that way. And we do have a blog called prospectdomination.com and we have a whole about page there and other ways they can get in touch with us.
0: Excellent. That's the end of today's show. If you found this episode helpful, please support the show by leaving a positive review on iTunes. And Travis, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yep. Thanks for having me on. It was fun. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell.